What a game that was. Uh, that was interesting. Welcome in to the Chief Zone Podcast, everyone. My name is Farzeen Vasugian. Thank you for spending your late night with me. For those of you who are watching live, for those uh, listening to the podcast version as well, more, more likely than not uh, Friday morning uh, than a Thursday night. Uh, appreciate everyone who uh, is listening, watching live. Uh, appreciate all of you guys. Uh, the Chiefs defeat the Broncos. 19 to 8 improve to 5 and 1 on the season the Chiefs win their fifth straight game of the season and yeah still sitting on top of the AFC with the number 1 seed now uh I know I know what the reaction is going to be like a lot of positive a lot of negative uh there are a lot of places we can go with this Real quickly, before we move on, I want to let you guys know this podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com. Get your tickets from there. You want to attend a sporting event. We still have the baseball playoffs going on. Hockey season is now underway. Got some college football. Whatever it is you want to attend. Maybe you want to attend a concert. SeatGeek can hook you up as well. Go to SeatGeek.com and get your tickets from there. If you are a first-time SeatGeek customer... You can use my promo code Farzine and you will get $20 off your first purchase from SeatGeek. So go to SeatGeek.com, use the promo code Farzine, and you will get $20 off your first purchase from SeatGeek. All right. Uh, you guys talk to me. How, how are you feeling? Um, let me just say this. The Chiefs won. Okay. Uh, we brought this up two weeks ago when the Chiefs had an ugly win over the Jets. Remember last year, the Chiefs had five, five ugly wins last year, including overtime wins against the Texans and one against the Titans, uh, a, a Titans team that had their backup quarterback. They beat the Raiders by one point uh, the first time the two teams played each other. Uh, both Broncos games came down to the wire. So the Chiefs had five ugly losses, or excuse me, ugly wins last year well guess who won the super bowl the team that had five ugly wins that last year probably led the nfl in that category if there is such thing so the chiefs were able to uh get the win tonight now how they got the win uh it's probably uh all over the place a lot of uh thoughts from a lot of people today obviously the wide receivers are going to be a big topic of conversation tonight and for the next 10 days it's going to, I think that is going to take up a lot of the discussion. Um, and I think that's honestly the best place where we can start. I'll get to the defense. I'll get to Butker. I'll get to Kelsey because those guys all had a damn good night tonight. Uh, and I think those guys deserve their flowers tonight. We'll get to those guys. But here's where I want to start with the wide receivers. When you are coming into this game, who is your most productive wide receiver? Justin Watson and I, and so I said this on Twitter and someone disagreed with me and I, I said look uh, Justin Watson is averaging almost 21 yards per catch or uh, 22 yards per catch uh Rasheed Rice is barely averaging 10 yards a catch and Justin Watson's doing this on obviously uh seven fewer uh receptions coming into this game um 
I think Rasheed Rice uh, now is the leading receiver, not the leading pass catcher, just the leading wide receiver for the Chiefs in receiving yards, um, as well as uh, receptions. Uh, but it's still not good. Mahomes is having a very difficult time finding guys wide open down the field. I don't think he connected with MVS once in this game. The only time we saw MVS, Mahomes tried to target him in the end zone at one point, and there was another time where on the Jarek McKinnon screenplay, uh, MVS was called for a blindside block. Uh, I know some people have their thoughts on that, but no catches from MVS. Justin Watson had an easy pass. He dropped it. Now, I don't know if his wrist was hurt on that play. Obviously, he came down with it, holding on to the wrist, um, but it, it's just not good. The only wide receivers who got a pass for you, Rasheed Rice had a solid night, actually. Four catches, 72 yards. Skybor had two for 22. And Kadarius Tony had three for nine yards. Kadarius Tony is your least productive receiver. And listen, I, I, I don't want to bash the guy because he got the only touchdown of the game for the Chiefs um, until uh, Corlin Sutton got the other one uh, midway through the fourth quarter. But man, um, Kadarius Tony has a lot of receptions, but very few yards. He doesn't even have 100 yards on the season. He has, let's see. So he had three catches tonight. That gives him 17, and he has 92 yards. Kadarius Tony has 92 yards off 17 receptions. For a guy who drew some comparisons to Tyreek Hill when he got drafted by the Giants, I mean, Tyreek Hill on 17 catches would at least have 200 yards. Um, so to me, the wide receivers have to... They have to be better at this. Here's the biggest thing to, uh, with the wide receivers. This is a this is a Chiefs offense that went up against the worst defense we have seen in the NFL in a long time. You heard Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit bring it up on the broadcast. Well, the defense has taken a lot of heat, especially when they gave up 70 recently to Miami and how, you know, Russell Wilson and the offense, they have actually played somewhat solid. But um, the defense has been terrible for the Broncos this year. And a lot of people feel like the Broncos are, or the Broncos defense is why the team has not been able to win more games. Well, today, the Broncos defense held the Chiefs to 19 points. Um, thankfully, the Chiefs defense came through. Now, you look at the wide receivers and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing your guys's comments here. Um I'm already seeing some some responses to the offense. Guys, talk to me cuz I need to I need your guys' help tonight. Who who do you blame for the offense? Is it the receivers' fault? You guys blame it on the coaches? Is this on Mahomes? You guys tell me. I need to and there are no wrong answers because um listen, at the end of the day if if we had the answers, we'd be coaching, but I think there needs to be a discussion about this. You went up against the worst defense in the NFL, and you only put up a whopping 19 points. Credit to Harrison Butker. Kicked a 60-yard field goal before halftime. Made four field goals. Has not missed a single kick this year. PATs, uh, field goals, no misses from Harrison Butker. So for Harrison Butker to come in and uh, put up these... Um, Put up these uh, uh, types of uh, kicking stats tonight. Definitely panned out. When you, if you told me before today that Mahomes would have 30 of 40 passing for 306 yards, I would have said, wow, 306 yards? Uh, he obviously hit the over, but I, I mean, if he's, 
attempting 40 passes, my prediction would be that this must have been a, a shootout of some sort. Not even close. Um, the fact that, you know, Mahomes had to throw the ball 40 times against a Broncos team that only scored eight. And listen, I don't think Mahomes had a bad game at all. I, I don't think this is on him. Uh Travis Kelsey, phenomenal night. Nine catches, nine targets, 124 yards in this one. He really helped uh, lift this uh, offense when needed. Rasheed Rice played better in the second half. Uh, definitely uh, gave the wide receivers something, uh, somewhat of a good look. Uh, but still in general, the wide receiver room is bad. Rice had four catches. Sky Moore had two. And Kadarius Toney had three. MVS and Justin Watson were both targeted. Watson dropped the pass. And again, I don't know how much of that had to do with the injury he he suffered there. It looked like he was favoring his wrist or his arm. Um, so I'm sure Andy Reid will uh, will provide somewhat of an update uh, in the press conference, which we won't have, but um, we'll learn more next week. But I need to know from you guys, what is going on with this with this offense? Steve says, I don't see a sense of urgency in the offense. The two-minute drill was not exciting at all. Yeah, a lot of people have commented. I, I've, been, I've been trying to keep an eye on the chat. A lot of people have been saying this was a boring game. Uh, it was. Uh, Eric says, we can start out on the trick play. Third and one, should we have used the Eagles' took push? Okay, the, 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 the tush push, yes. So the Chiefs, this is weird. On fourth and two, they the offense comes off the field. The field goal unit's out there, and... Um, People are booing, and I was kind of one of those people like, come on, man, two yards away for a first down, so close to the end zone. And what you what the Chiefs did is they all lined up. They put, what was it, Noah, Noah Gray, I think? That's what they, who they put under center, and they tried to do the tush push. Tommy freaking Townsend, an amazing punter, but why is Tommy Townsend doing the tush push? I mean, if you really want to throw them off, Put Chris Jones there. I would rather have Chris Jones pushing me than Tommy Townsend. Um, you're wasting two spots with your personnel. You have Harrison Bucker who's just chilling in the, in the back for no reason. And you have Tommy Townsend who, you know, the guys across the field from him are twice his size. And you're using the tush push with him. Makes no sense whatsoever. And then on another play where they have... Uh, Tony take the snap. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what was up with the play calling today. Um, someone talked about it in the uh, comments uh, about the uh, play calling. So the wide receivers are struggling, right? Can we agree on that? The, the wide receivers just aren't good this year. And you have Kadarius Tony throwing a pass into double coverage. I don't know why. And then you also have Kadarius Tony taking a snap. I don't know why. Um, I mean, these, these guys are not good at at their own positions, yet we're having them we're having them do all these weird things. I, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't like it. Uh, Cody says receivers can't get open. So I'd say it's a mix of them and Nagy's plays or routes. Um, again, no wrong answers here. I mean, I, 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 I think it's a mix of all of the above. But who do I put it on the most? I just can't. I, just, I, I can't give you guys an answer. I really don't. Uh, Natalie says, I think the wide receivers coaching in Mahomes, they can't click at all. Uh, Doug says, I think it's how they use him. Stupid to do wildcat with him or trick play. Dave says, great game by the defense once again. Uh, Buck 
Joker was 100% trash. And the only conclusion I can come to is play calls and penalty calls are only to result in viewers staying tuned, keep the fans insane. Well, hey, Amazon Prime, they've been complaining about these blowouts. Well, you got a you gotta close one. See, okay, this is a comment I was referring to. Leo says Nagy's playbook stinks. Um, here we go again. Steve says the Chiefs miss Eric Bieniemy. Oh, boy, here we go. We, a lot of Chiefs fans complained about this comment the first couple of weeks, and now it's uh, I'm seeing it again on Twitter, too. Max says, I don't know why. We always win against Denver, but always putting low score against them. Yeah, we always have weird games with Denver. I don't get it. Um, Jay says red zone offense needs work. Third and short, terrible. Uh, Matt also says the uh, third and sh- uh, one was pretty bad. Okay, so here's my thing. Um, so on fourth and two, you would do the weird tush push with your special teams unit. I, the, the, looked cool when the way they lined up to try to throw off Denver, but they had the personnel to be ready for it. And then uh, on a on a third and short, you're you're having Tony take a snap. Where's the lack of com- like? Why does Andy Reid not have confidence in his running backs? Like when we think of Isaiah Pacheco, don't we think of his toughness? Isn't that what's always brought up with Isaiah Pacheco? Yet for whatever reason, on third and short, we're we're doing weird plays. We're doing weird things. Um, we're, we, there's obviously zero trust from the coaching staff to use the running backs on third and short or, or fourth and short. Um, listen, I get trying to throw the defense off, but whatever you're trying to do to throw them off is not working. It's just not. Um, they've tried to do the uh, the tight end jet sweep. Remember that in week one? They've tried all sorts of things, and it's just not working. It's really not. Um Justin says, Ross needs to get on the field. MVS and Tony are a joke. Robert says he doesn't even have 100 yards. The season, yeah, I'm talking about Kadarius Tony. That's 92 yards off 17 catches. How? With that speed? Um, You know, one of the reasons I was bummed out that Amir Smith-Marset was not kept around is because I thought he did a good job with his speed getting yak. And then on top of that, you know, with that kind of speed, you can create separation, right? And the Chiefs just aren't getting that with him. Uh, a lot of people talking about Justin Ross needing more playing time. Yeah, I, I told you a lot of you guys were complaining the first couple of weeks. Why are we not seeing Justin Ross? I said, look, be patient. This guy hasn't played football in forever. And I did say, wait for weeks four, five, six. Hopefully he gets more playing time. Um, he did play. He was on the field today. Uh, he he lined up against Pat Sertan a couple of times, but Mahomes I, and, and Mahomes was looking at his direction, but was not getting anything. So I don't know. Really, ultimately, like, again, it's hard to tell on TV, and I'll check out the um, the film when it comes out, but what's the difficulty with the Chiefs receivers not getting open? Because they showed the the highlights on uh, on some replays tonight. Um, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit pointed this out with the Chiefs defense when Russell Wilson struggled to find receivers open in, uh, down the field. Well, they're showing why the Chiefs receivers or excuse me, the Chiefs defense is doing a great job. They're covering the receivers perfectly, uh, which is not easy to do. Playing defensive back in the NFL is not an easy task. It's not. Um, But it just seems like the Chiefs receivers, they're just not getting anything going. Um, You still have yet to get a 100-yard receiving performance 
from a wide receiver this year. Travis Kelsey had 124 yards. That's the first 100-yard receiving performance of the season. Uh, again, receiving yards. Obviously, we had 100 yards a couple weeks ago with Pacheco on the ground. Um, Lewis says we need more mature wide receivers who can find holes and give Mahomes options like Kelsey. The wide receivers are just too green. Look, I, I know that... Uh, I, uh, what's his name? Bobby Stroop. Um, if you guys watched uh, Quarterback, you guys definitely saw him. He was featured on there a lot. I know he's got a very good relationship with Patrick Mahomes, but um, and I get he tries to you know always have his back and all, but he was trying to defend the offense by saying Mahomes, the the reason you know receivers aren't catching the ball is because Mahomes is choosing to throw to Kelsey. No, that's not true at all. If you even look at the replays, you'll see that Kelsey's the only one that's wide open. Even when the um, even when the uh, the defense is glued in on Kelsey, Kelsey's still the only one that's really getting. Listen, I, there's no defense that's gonna forget about Kelsey. They're all aware of him. Kelsey's doing things to get wide open, uh, but ultimately, the receivers are just not figuring it out. And again, you just played the worst defense in the NFL. We got a wide receiver problem, folks. I said this last week. Look, I know a lot of people last week were saying, Farzine, you're saying this now. Actually, I've been saying this all, all season. I'm not, I'm not the person who jumps to conclusions after one or two weeks. Um, I think you got to give things time. And we are now, what, a third into the season? We can now start talking about the wide receivers in a, in a serious manner to the fact that they are in trouble. They need help there. And if this is the group of wide receivers you have going into the playoffs, you're not winning the Super Bowl this year. You're just not. The wide receivers have been a liability. And then when Mahomes gets the ball to them, they're dropping them. Um, I mean, look at Montreal, Washington. Uh, so, so let me start from the beginning. Obviously, Richie James and Sky Moore had drop issues in week one. Uh, week two, Richie James, before his injury, muffed a punt. Uh, Rasheed Rice in the Chicago Bears game had a couple of drops. Justin Ross had a couple of drops last week. And today, Montreal, Washington fumbled a punt return. These are all wide receivers we're talking about. So... The wide receivers on offense and special teams, they have not... I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is on... I mean, obviously, the players themselves have to take accountability for it. But is there any blame to go around with the coaching? Like, if it was one... Like, if it's if it's Kadarius Tony who has drop issues week after week after week, yeah, I'm, I'm over here criticizing Kadarius Tony. But it's not just one guy. It's someone else. It's someone different every week or every other week, it feels like. I'm starting to wonder if Matt Nagy, um, Connor Embry, the wide receivers coach, like what's going on there? That, 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 that's a concern to me. Um, all right, listen, I normally don't do this when the team wins. I always, you know, believe even with ugly wins, you got to be optimistic. Uh, but it's just kind of hard on this one because this was the worst defense you faced. I do want to focus on the positives uh, because I think there were a lot of positives in this one. Sticking with the offense, Travis Kelsey, what a game for him. Obviously, on a short week, concerned with the injury, not sure if he's going to go or not. We did learn yesterday he was questionable, but a lot of reports came out that they were very optimistic that he would play. And obviously, Kelsey's dealt with multiple injuries already this year. He came out strong. Nine catches, 124 yards for Mr. Kelsey himself. <laughs> 
And how about that hug with T Swift and Brittany Matthews or Brittany Mahomes, I should say, and all the haters definitely uh, not happy about it. I, I guarantee you Barstool Sports imploded. Like they had a meltdown when they saw those two hugging. Um, you know, we only saw this guy have two catches, but Noah Gray uh, had 14 yards in this one, including a cool little pitch um, from Kelsey to Noah Gray early on in the game. So you had Kelsey. He had nine catches and nine targets. Noah Gray, two targets, two, two receptions. Obviously, you know, two targets, that's not a big enough sample size, but I'd like to see Noah Gray get involved a little bit more. Your wide receivers are not productive enough. They're not doing anything magnificent for them to still receive all these targets. Um, why not get Noah Gray involved a little bit more? I mean, you throw the ball six times to Gadarius Tony. He only catches it three times for nine yards. Sure, he had the team's only touchdown, but still not good enough to me. Sky Moore, uh, four targets, two catches for 22 yards. Um Rice is becoming the team's better wide receiver now. Um, Justin Watson, unfortunately, had a, had a drop in this one. Again, I, I don't know if it was the injury, but, um, you know, I'm starting to think Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice, they're going to be your go-to guys. I, Isaiah Pacheco had six catches in this game for 36 yards. Jarek McKinnon had three catches, was targeted two more times. It just feels like the running backs are now in this place where they're getting, getting targeted just as much as the receivers. Um, not really good. Clyde Edwards Lair had a catch in this one. Clyde Edwards Lair got involved a couple of times in this game, too. So um, that's not good. That's not really good. Um, I know the whole thing with Mahomes distributing the football all around, but on a night like this, no, no, not not very good. Uh what else was very good today? The defense. Uh boy, I I, I love the defense uh tonight. They were awesome. Four sacks on Russell Wilson. Um you know, the Broncos, uh, their defense has been bad, but their offense has been somewhat exceptional, at least better than the defense. And the Chiefs just managed to shut down this Broncos offense. Uh, the Broncos could not get anything going until uh, for the fourth quarter in this one. So it was great to see the Chiefs defense continue to do their thing. I'm loving the Chiefs defense this year, man. I really am. If, if the Chiefs, by some miracle, make it to the Super Bowl this year, Man, um, you're going to have to thank the defense. You know how Mahomes always uh, gifts his uh, offensive linemen these special things? I think uh, Mahomes this year for Christmas needs to gift the defense with some uh, some sweet luxury items, right? You got to do that for your defense this year. Uh, I mean, everyone's just playing great all around on defense. Yeah, you have a couple mistakes here and there. Jalen Watson had that pass interference call. Um on, uh, I think it was Jerry Judy. I can't remember who that was. Uh, but in general, man, Trent McDuffie, the game ceiling force fumble right there. I mean, it was pretty much out of reach already, but to go ahead and seal it, that was nice going out there. Uh, Justin Reed, what a night for him. A sack and an interception. Also a tough hit on uh, on Russell Wilson at one point near the, the sidelines. It was a legal hit. Uh, it's funny, the Broncos sideline chirping at Justin Reed like it was illegal when it was perfectly fine. Um, so what a great night for Justin Reed. Uh, George Karloftis went in there, got half a sack, also had two pass deflections. This guy's so good at that. Uh, George Karloftis is a lot of fun to watch. He's not, you know, 
a guy like uh, Jared Allen, Tamba Hali, or Justin Houston, who gets a, a lot of sack numbers, but man, he he's able to go out there and make some plays and uh, put pressure on opposing quarterbacks, which is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Drew Tranquil, man, this guy's doing his thing. He got a sack. So did Chris Jones. Obviously, we don't need to get into Chris Jones. Chris Jones had three quarterback hits in this one, so... Uh, pretty good night for the Chiefs defense. And I obviously mentioned Harrison Butker four for four uh, on this one, including a 60-yard field goal. Is that the longest field goal of the season? Let me double check on that. Um, I want to say there might have been one that went for uh, a longer distance, but bear with me. Uh, let me uh, verify that very quickly. Looking at special teams, longest field goal. I don't know why ESPN's lagging like this. There we go. Longest. Come on. Okay. So he doesn't have the longest. Jake Elliott has a 61 yarder and Matt Prater of the uh, Elliott from the Eagles and uh, Matt Prater of the Cardinals has a 62 yarder. So Butker has the third longest field goal uh, in the NFL, uh, the longest field goal by an AFC kicker. So, there's that. Uh, Bucker, uh, Bucker's not. Uh, how many field goals has he made coming into this week? Let me check on that one real quickly. Uh, tied seventh for 10. 10 of 10 on the season. So uh, he has not been used as much as some of the other kickers. Uh, you look at a team like the Eagles, who are undefeated. They've had to send their field goal kicker out more than anyone, anyone else. 17 times on the year and has made 16. So... Uh, so good night for Travis Kelsey. Uh, solid night, I would say, for Patrick Mahomes. Um, the, I, the only complaint was that uh, that interception he threw very early on, the first drive of the game. Uh, but other than that, I thought Mahomes played well. I don't think it's on him that the uh, the receivers are not getting open. And uh, the defense, Harrison Butker. Uh, I mean, A-plus to, to the, those guys right there. Uh, glad, to see, uh, glad to see those guys. Doing what they do. Hey, guys, let me know what other thoughts you have. I know a lot of uh, the comments I read had to do with the um, had to do with the uh, receivers, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts on some of the other games as well. Uh, Steve says next game Chargers, then Denver again, then Miami and Germany. Yeah, uh, the Chargers one, man. I, I said it earlier today. Um, their offense is pretty good. Defense has not been great. But the Chiefs just went up against a bad defense, and they laid an egg. Let's be honest; um, they've got to they've got to figure that out for sure. If Tony hands up all off to Pacheco, he gets a first down. Yeah, but but this is my thing, Austin. Like you're right, but he didn't. You know, he he didn't. And the fact that we're having our receivers do these different things when they cannot do their own jobs well enough, it's like, what are, what are we doing? Why are we taking the ball away? From the from the MVP, I know he may not be playing like the MVP this year, even though the odds disagree, which I don't really agree with. Um, but come on, man, you got to be better than that. The cute plays are ridiculous. I agree. Uh, considering how bad we are, is that why trying something new to see what can work? Yeah, it just kind of feels like you're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I, I just. <sighs> Look, the Chiefs have tried this before. Um, I remember Tyreek Hill once threw a pass. It led to an interception. I think it was against Denver on Monday night a few years ago. And then um, Travis Kelsey uh, against the Giants. Remember this one in 2017? Threw a deep pass. I think he was trying to get... 
Uh, I can't remember who he was trying to throw the ball to. I want to say Albert Wilson. I can't remember if he was still on the team or not. Yeah, I think it was Albert Wilson. And uh, it was double coverage into inter- throwing an interception. So it's like, why are we throwing? Why are we having non-quarterbacks throw the ball? Um, I know it worked with Kelsey once in the playoffs, but that was the only time. Gary says, to be fair, Pat hasn't been the best at his position either. No, he hasn't, Gary, and I agree with that. Um, Although I will say tonight, I don't think tonight, you know, you could really say Patrick Mahomes was guilty of anything except for that interception on the first drive. Um, He threw 306 yards tonight. That's the best. Barely beating his best in Jacksonville, which was 305 yards. So today was a single season best for Mahomes six games into the season. Yeah, threw for 281 last week, 203 against the Jets. That was obviously the lowest. Um, I mean, this was his best night, statistically speaking. 30 out of 40 for 306. Yeah, a lot of people still saying Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I, I I hate that man. I do the the roughing the passer call that was on Mike Edwards. Uh, fundamental catching problem. Adam says. <laughs> Daniel says seven penalties on the Chiefs and threw in the Broncos. I wrote a comment on uh, Facebook and um, and Twitter, X whatever. Uh, I said that uh, I said that um, the referees picked up the flag. After after throwing it and that the game was rigged because that's what people were saying last week. So apparently, whenever refs pick up the flag, it's rigged. So yeah, man, today today it was rigged against the Chiefs supposedly. We'll continue the show in just a moment, but we've got to give a shout out to another sponsor of ours, Manscaped. Football season is back, and you know what that means. Touchdown dances, Sunday tailgates, and epic fantasy showdowns. But fellas. Let's not forget the real MVP of the season. Introducing the all-new Beard Hedger Pro Kit by Manscaped, your ultimate luxury beard grooming experience. This kit is your secret weapon for staying sharp on and off the field. Don't fumble this opportunity. Head to manscaped.com and elevate your grooming game with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. You heard that right. 9 million men or 109 MetLife stadiums. So go to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with the code FARZINE20. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is a grooming powerhouse built for precision and style, just like your favorite quarterback. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FARZINE20 at manscaped.com. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code FARZINE20 at manscaped.com. Your grass is not artificial. Keep it shaved with Manscaped. Okay, so Jesse says this is designed. Andy does this on purpose. He won't give things away. This is a year-long playbook. Okay, guys, playbooks are really, really thick. Unless you are snapping the ball the entire 60 minutes of a football game, it's impossible to give away your playbook. It really is. And if you're Andy freaking Reed, I mean, there's no way for you to give away your playbook or give things away. So I disagree with you 100%, Jesse. I mean, if this is designed, if we're, 
intentionally scoring 19 points just to not reveal things to other teams. I, I mean, that that's just not, that's a recipe for disaster. Um, I don't buy that at all. The receivers, I, I mean, this is not designed. There's no way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I mean, that is some really bad play. Um, I I don't agree with that, with that. You have to remember some of those catches are shovel passes. Have we, how many times have we seen the shovel pass this year from the chiefs? I don't think we really have. Um, yeah, see Jonathan says rice. Number one, Jim says, I'm happy with rice. So yeah, Rasheed rice is really picking things up. I, I think he's gotten better the past two weeks for sure. He's been a really uh, big impact player for the Chiefs offense. Uh, with the, I'm, I'm talking specifically just the wide receivers. Justin Watson, he, does, he doesn't play a lot, but when he is on the field, he he is very productive. He has the highest yard per catch average uh, more than anyone else. Uh, let's see. No, Jesse, uh, I've had it. I've, I've done it all year, and people are not calling in. Um... And uh, when I did that last week, people said the link to call in was not working. So um, unless I can figure out a better system, we're just going to have to abandon that for now. Uh, let's see. Corey says should have been a massacre. Yeah. David says Rice Ross dual threat later this season will be disgusting. Hoping it develops sooner rather than later. I don't know why you can't do it now. I mean, what's Sky Moore doing that's so amazing that he deserves all, all of these snaps? Because Kadarius Tony's snaps have gone down. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, oh, here's an interesting uh, little notification from Bleacher Report. Mahomes praises Chiefs wide receivers, says Rasheed Rice. Others are, quote, getting better and better. Yeah. Listen, I appreciate Mahomes and the kind of leader he is. That's what leaders do. That's what MVPs do. But you just played the worst defense in the NFL. I don't think your receivers got better today. Rasheed Rice is, I think he made a move in the right direction. Everyone else took a step back. I, 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 I love the guy. Appreciate everything he's done. But eh, miss me with that. Sorry, I'm just trying to get to some of the comments here. Uh, we get a lot of repeat comments, so I, I don't want to say the same things over and over again. A lot of naggy criticism. Naggy and wide receiver criticisms tonight. Should we get Hardman back? Yeah, um, I asked this question earlier this week. A lot of people not really in favor of it. And I can understand. I mean, Hardman... His availability was a concern, uh, but man, we, when he was on the field, he was able to uh, to do some things. Uh, I, I think there's a if we have to revisit that conversation about Hardman, I think some people would change their opinions after tonight. Yeah, guys, keep in mind, like you just played the worst defense. I can't repeat that enough. Uh, see, Joey has an interesting point here. He says they will have to trade a first-round pick and actually pay a wide receiver as much as we didn't have to last season. So, th yeah, this is my thing, too. Like, you're already... If you're going to trade a first-round pick for a wide receiver, you're not doing this on a rental, okay? You're not... You don't want to do what the Royals did, you know, trading up so much to get Johnny Cueto and 
Ben Zobrist. Remember that in 2015? Those guys were rentals. They helped you get a World Series, which is great, but they didn't end up sticking around. You don't want to do the same thing here. And obviously, football is a far different sport than baseball. But if you're going to trade a first-round pick, this is someone that needs to stay with you long-term. And for the Chiefs, you're already... I mean, listen, this offseason was already a tough one, even into the regular season with Chris Jones and trying to sign him to a long-term deal. Um, and then the because of that, you were not able to get DeAndre Hopkins. I just don't know right now, like... Okay, let's say you get Mike Evans. I'm, I'm just throwing a name out there. Let's say you get Mike Evans, which I doubt because their team is doing great this year. Um, can you keep Mike Evans long-term? Can you also retain Chris Jones? And you also got some guys from the 2021 draft class who are due for new contracts. It's going to be tough. Tommy Townsend, he just got a... He has Drew Rosenhaus as his agent. I, I, I just don't know the, the... I'll tell you what. This right now is Brett Veach's toughest test as a general manager. And I think he has done a fantastic job as a general manager. Has he been perfect on everything? No, he's missed on a couple of things. But he's done a fantastic job as ever since he took over as the GM of the Chiefs. This is now time for him to, to step it up. Crystal, I, uh, uh, I apologize. Crystal Ball, I hope I said your name right. The Chiefs didn't let Biennemi go. Biennemi chose to not come back because he has to prove himself away from Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey because teams fear that any offensive coordinator can do what the enemy's doing well. Matt Nagy's not really doing that right now. And listen, I was excited for Matt Nagy because I thought he did some really good things as the offensive coordinator uh, replacing Doug Peterson in 2016 and 2017. So now he comes back and he has Mahomes to, to work with where he only had one game with Mahomes in 2017, but it's just not it's just not looking good this year. Yeah, Christy's saying missing Juju and McCall. Yeah. Man, the Juju one is just unfortunate. He was really picking it up before the concussion last year, too. David asks, do you feel like Jones the last few games hasn't had a lot of oomph on the quarterback run rundowns? I saw Cousins and Russell both burn him and he kind of gave up. He may just be gas at that point though. I think you're referring to Chris Jones. Yeah. There was one point today where Chris Jones, um, uh, Russell Wilson found a corner and just started going there. And Chris Jones, I think was yelling at Carl Loftus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I listen, I, 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 that play, I definitely noticed something, David, but I think in general, Chris Jones has been great. When did I say five and one isn't good, Jesse? Jesse, I want you to find the audio or the clip. I know you guys all have the ability to screen record. Find me where I said five and one is not good. Post it and I will delete all my social media. I'll take down my podcast, everything. I love it when people accuse me of saying shit I never said. Um... Braden says, yeah, it's a problem, but I also think it's Nagy's play calling too. Yeah, a lot of people pointing fingers at Matt Nagy now. <laughs> Call Dwayne Bo, I bet he's free. <laughs> oh, boy. Is he at Sonic? Too soon, too soon, too soon. Oh, boy, let's see. Yeah, this is the best defense. And look, that's why I'm not like, I mean, obviously you're five and one. Um, I allegedly said five and one is not good, according to one clown. But 
uh, in general. Like, listen, the the Chiefs, how many times has Mahomes bailed the defense out? I have no problem with the defense picking things up for Mahomes. Yeah, Rice definitely is uh, getting better. I was listening to, um, I don't know what the radio show was. Um, I was only in my car for a few minutes. But last Thursday night, before the Commanders and Bears game, uh, whoever was on the uh, show, they were talking about fantasy football uh, uh, fantasy football players that you should have. And they were talking about Rasheed Rice and how people should start using him more. So, uh, And I think the last couple of weeks, you're, you certainly are seeing a uh, step in the right direction. <laughs> Everyone's criticizing the play calling. My God. Everyone's criticizing the play calling. Don't we get a defensive impact player back next week? Yes, Charles Aminahu. Uh, We talked about that earlier today. Charles Aminahu will be back. And I mentioned this uh, after the Vikings game. I said that once Nick Bolton and Charles Aminahu come back, this defense is going to be even better. Um, And I listen, I think Mike Dana, who has filled in for Aminahu, he's played really well. Obviously got the game-stealing sack last week against Kirk Cousins. I mean, listen, for, to, to, to even prevent uh, a, a pass uh, on that last play, uh, I, it, it's just even better. That's how good this defense has been. That's how good this defense has been. Where the hell did half the people in the show go? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a late Thursday night, so I think a lot of people got to get ready for work. I mean, I think Jonathan, I think it's, I think it's Andy. It's always been Andy. Supposedly um, we were even told that last week or last year about the Cause all this talk about the not getting a head coaching job, but then you see the on the sidelines, you know, holding the play sheet over his mouth. I mean, he's always got a lot to say. So I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows. Um, it's just, it's just so hard to, to say specifically like who's doing the play calling and who isn't. I don't know if it changes in game. I don't know because Jason Kelsey even asked about it on the podcast last year. And Kelsey kind of like Kelsey just acted like he didn't know. I mean, of course, Kelsey knows who's calling the plays. Uh, You're like the star tight end on your team and you don't know who's calling the plays. Of course he does, but you're not supposed to give away things like that out publicly. Yeah, but even when Sam, even when we had Michael Burton last year, we weren't using him. Like the the whole like third and short situations, the the, the short yardage situations, those have been an issue for a while. Yeah, the trick plays. I mean, listen, trick plays. Here's the thing: when they work. Gutsy play calls, great execution. Like everyone's praising everybody involved, but and when they don't work, you're criticizing everybody. Uh, number one person you criticize is the uh, the play caller, the head coach usually. Doug says, "Let me say this another week. O line is getting worked. Yeah, they especially um, Donovan Smith uh, most of the time. Mom says zero protection and time to throw. Yeah, especially on that last sack he took." Um, before the last field goal Butker made, that was, um, that was tough.
your opinion, who could KC pick up to give us the boost we need on office? I mean, look, um, I was I was going to suggest Justin Jefferson, but he just went on IR. Um, I mean, if the Bengals lose again, uh, and I think they played the Seahawks this week, maybe. Uh, but I don't think the Bengals have any interest in wanting to send a guy like T. Higgins to the Chiefs. I, I just don't think they want to do that. Um, I don't know what wide receiver you you would really be able to get. Um, let me quickly see something with the uh, with the receivers here because yeah, it has not been very good at all. Um, so DJ Moore. I mean, that guy's fifth in receiving yards. I know they just traded Chase Claypool, but I don't think they have any interest in letting DJ Moore go. When was DJ Moore drafted? 2018, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get rid of him anytime soon. Um, I mean, Nico Collins from the Texans might be a possibility. I, I would I would suggest Devontae Adams, but there's no way in hell you're sending Adams to a division rival. It, it, and even then, like that contract is just not it's just not gonna work. Um man, if there was ever some miracle the Chiefs got George Pickens, uh given how bad the Steelers have been, even though, you know, I think they're leading their division right now. I think I saw that earlier this week. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe Tank Dell, also from the Texans. The Texans would probably be a good trade partner. I mean, you could get you could get either Tank Dell or Nico Collins, but yeah, Nico Collins was a 2021 third round pick. That's probably a more feasible option there. So I'll throw that name out there, Nico Collins. All right, I'm going to read a few more comments. I know I'm behind on the comments here. Yes, Manscaped for your ladies. Indeed. <laughs> uh, if your team... Oh, Bob's here. Uh, if your team is 5-1, and one, we can't be totally disappointed in them. They still have a lot to do to improve on from the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, listen, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you ha you're 5-1... and one, and you you are kind of playing. So I don't I don't want to say easy teams. I mean, look, I know the Vikings have been bad, but they've been involved in a lot of close games. The Broncos have been involved in some close games as well. But um, you 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 have to be better than this when you're playing the worst defense. I think that's why tonight is a more pessimistic feel than an optimistic response. Like so, question to you guys. How do you feel after this win? Like winning 16 times against Denver, cool. Mahomes owns the Broncos. Um, but do you feel better about tonight or do you feel worse with, with the receivers specifically? Because again, I mean, it just seems like the running backs have just as much production as the um as the uh as the receivers. Josh commenting three times trade for Hardman. Uh, 
let's see. I'm, I'm at 10.52. I'm trying to catch up on the comments. Yeah, but how do we know that, Steven? Nagy calls plays and Andy has veto power. Do we know that for a fact? Uh, Nicole says defense wins games. Mahomes always finds a way to win even ugly. Um, yeah, look, look, I said this uh, at the beginning of the podcast. And I, was, I said this two weeks ago. The Chiefs had five ugly wins last year. Guess who won the Super Bowl? The team that led the NFL in ugly wins last year. Now, are you always going to get away with that? No. Um, but definitely got to. Gotta, okay, so I asked you guys. Uh, Scott says worse. Dave says totally concerned. Ken says would feel worse if there was a super team in the AFC. There is not. Uh, I mean, the Dolphins put up 70 on the team that the Chiefs just put 90. And listen, I, I, like this comes up a lot in, in the UFC. Like MMA math does not add up, right? You, you know, fighter A beats fighter B, B beats C, C beats A. Like that kind of stuff happens. Every game is a different game. Every week's a different week. But, you know, still, and I'm not saying that I expected the Chiefs to put up 70. I said 45. Um, for the Chiefs to put up only 19 on the worst defense is very concerning to me. And I disagree. I mean, th there is a su uh, another super team. It's definitely the uh, the Dolphins. I know they did not play as well against the Bills. But, I, I mean, like if those two played right now, I, I would pick the Dolphins to win that one. Christopher says, scary. Yeah, a lot of people... A lot of people like Rasheed Rice, but not the rest of the receivers. And I, I, I can't disagree with that. I like Justin Watson, but, um, you know, he went out with an injury. Uh, do we have an update on Justin Watson? Did Andy Reid say anything about that? Justin Watson. I'm just quickly. Okay, so they called it an elbow injury. It says left elbow. There was some confusion if it was his right or his left. Andy Reese said Justin Watson hurt his elbow, but it's not broken. Okay. Elbow injury, not broken. That's all we know for now. Appreciate it, Corey. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, joining me. Yeah, if, if you guys are tuning out, I understand a lot of times with these late uh, streams, uh, we don't have as many viewers, so uh, completely understandable. If you guys are uh, checking out, uh, you guys have places to be Friday morning, so that's completely understandable. Um, yeah, I'll read a couple more comments here. Doreen says, I don't think Andy gives Rice and Ross enough okay time to even see how good they can be. This one was pathetic. Yeah, this wasn't the most exciting win. <laughs> um, I guess it would have been more interesting if the Broncos made it close. Um yeah, you didn't you didn't get uh, any uh, drama, but I guess the people on Prime can't really complain because this was somewhat close. Um, and listen, I don't think this has anything to do with the short week. I know a couple of you guys have said that. I've yet to even bring that up, but this has nothing to do with the short week. So, Scott says, "Do you think we will beat the Chargers?" I I think so. I mean, you got. You got a week to more than a week to prepare. You have 10. There's a 10 day gap. Obviously, the players are going to relax this weekend. A lot of them probably going to go back to their old stomping grounds, check out their college teams, all that good stuff. So we'll see. 
Yeah, this is my thing, man. Temple says MVS was non-existent. I was very excited for MVS this year. And I mentioned this a couple times today. In training camp, we heard all about how MVS and Mahomes are getting things down. They're, they're in sync. They're looking good. But we're not seeing it translate to production on the field. Uh, we're just not. Um, that was my biggest complaint in week one against the Lions. Like, where is MVS? Only two catches? You got to throw the ball more to him. He's your most experienced receiver on the team. Charlie says, I don't feel positive at all. Yes, I'm happy we won, but we can't. If we can't score fast, we won't be able. We won't be happy to keep up with the Dolphins and Eagles coming up. Yeah. I think 7 1 going into the Germany game is, is doable. Um, the Chargers one, I think, is going to be a tough test for sure. Um, but man, you got to you got to be better for sure. Four and two against the spread. Okay, a little surprising, but um, obviously the other. So wait, Casey's four and two against the spread this year. Are you sure? Because they. What was this? What was this one? Ten and a half. Okay, I guess they got that. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so they did cover the spread. Okay, I, I kind of forgot about that. Didn't feel that way. Um, I gotta get a new light. <laughs> appreciate it, David. Yeah, Bob. Appreciate you joining up, man. Uh, again, I know it's late, so a lot of you guys have places to be. So I, I gotta probably wrap this up in the next uh, next minute or two. Um. Yeah, seeing MVS not completing his routes had Mahomes pissed. Uh. Well, uh, Tyreek's not coming here, but the game's going to be in Germany, Temple. Yeah, let's let's end the uh, let's end uh, the comment uh, portion of the show on a positive note. Steve says we have the best linebacking core in the NFL for years. We complain about them now stepping up. This is a very good point. We've had some. Bad interior linebacker play for a very long time um, until Derek Johnson stepped it up. Uh, yeah, all all three linebackers played very well today. I thought Nick Bolton did good. Uh, he got the interception coming back after missing three games. Drew Tranquil got a sack and Willie Gay had the uh, tipped pass um, for an interception uh, for Justin Reed. So that's good. I like it. All right, guys. I'm going to get out of here. Appreciate you guys joining me for this late edition of the Chief Zone podcast. A big, again, a big shout out to our sponsor, SeatGeek and Manscaped. Go to SeatGeek.com. Use my promo code Farzine. If you're a first time customer, you will get $20 off your first purchase from SeatGeek. And at Manscaped, go to Manscaped.com and at checkout, use the promo code Farzine20 for 20% off and free shipping from Manscaped. All right. I am out of here, guys. Chiefs win. Not the uh, prettiest. Maybe uh, another ugly win. But, hey, the Chiefs find ways to still uh, get through. They are 5-1 and one on the season. They've won five straight. And now they have 10 days to prepare for the L.A. Chargers. We will obviously talk about that later. Reminder, tomorrow we will do our Red Friday live chat. As always, we do each and every single Red Friday. So join me for that. 
Until then, I'm out of here. Please subscribe to the podcast. Let your friends know. Invite your friends to the Facebook page. Please subscribe to the Chief Zone YouTube account, youtube.com slash at the Chief Zone. All of the uh, links are in the podcast descriptions. So if you're not following me on any of those, check the podcast descriptions and follow and subscribe to the uh, shows on there. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Enjoy your night. Chiefs win. Talk to you later.